Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Double Cleanse podcast. Yeah, you forgot that there. I forgot that for a while then. <laughs> um, Robert, welcome to your own podcast. Thank you so much, James. Welcome also to my podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> yes, of course. How have you been this week? You know what? Mm. Fine. Yeah. Fine, but it's do what it is this week. I feel like every week there's something that um, it just bothers me in the background of the whole week. And this week mm. it's seasonal allergies or hay fever. Oh, yeah. It's just like annoying. I feel like all year round I'm constantly stuffed up. I've either got a cold or I'm mm-hmm. coming off a cold or mm-hmm. I've got hay fever. And I just sound constantly congested all the time. Yeah. And it's the thing as well when you're trying to sleep in the summer and it's so hot and you want, not that it's summer, but you know, it's been, it's been mildly warm the past few days and Which you want is, to open a window. Yeah. yeah. And you wake it, up and all your eyes are seeping and crusting yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's life. That's life, I'm afraid. Yeah. How about you? What have you been doing? What have you been up to? Um, Nothing. Okay, well, that's that done then. <laughs> <laughs> no, what have I been doing this week? Oh, you know what? I've been really obsessing about my October holiday. I've been like, this is it. I'm not going to be able to go. This is it now. I hate to be bearer of bad news, but I don't think you're going to be able to go. Yeah, no, I think I'm not going to be able to go. No. But you know what? There's there's always going to be holidays. (laughs) Yeah, holidays are going to be forever. I'm sure it can wait a year, (laughs) even though I've already waited a year. But whatever. Oh, you booked it. So it's Disney World, right? For the Halloween. Yeah. And like, you're not going to... Yeah. And you booked that like years ago. A year. A year ago. ago. Just over a year ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, you know what? You're alive. But you know what? You never know. You never know what it might... (laughs) That's not any kind of Disney. No, it's not, is it? No. (laughs) Robert, as you know about your own Mm. podcast, it's about makeup and skincare. Yes. Is there anything you'd be loving in makeup this week? Well, yeah, I was gonna... um, Oh, let me grab it. Oh, I've shown you before, anyway. Um... I was tagged in something on Twitter. Can you tag people on Twitter? Or do you at them? I don't know. You at them, I think. You at them. And um, it was... A like beauty tool that is from I think it's Star Skin Beauty. I have the little instructions here. 
Is that much of a tool you need a user manual? It's called the Artist <laughs> FX Auto Patting Makeup Applicator. Oh, yeah. And it's basically like a tool that blends your foundation in for you and you just hold it and it, it kind of like taps your face really quick. Yeah. <laughs> and it blends in your foundation. And it's good for like blusher, powder, um, things like that. It comes with like a stone top as well for skincare to like pat mm-hmm. serums in. Um, and it's actually really good. I thought it was going to be really crap and gimmicky, but oh mm. my God, it can blend. It can well, really Well, this is the thing blend. is, it, does it blend better than you holding your own tool and patting? No, never. Right, it, it so, will never be better than, it will never be so, better than me. No, it will <laughs> never be right. better than yeah, than the physical blending. But it it I mean I wouldn't say it's better or worse, it's kind of on par, but I just don't have to do as much. All I have to do is gently glide my hand over my face as this thing blends in powder and foundation. It sounds like a really unnecessary product that I really, it is really want. So unnecessary. You would love it yeah. for for yourself. Yeah, I kind of want that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about <laughs> how about you, James? Why are they? Well, do you know what I've been learning? Um is the these behind me on the window. Yeah. <laughs> so she's just talking about it. But my thing about working from home is that my desk is right by a window. So mm. I wear sunscreen like heavily all day, every day. Because you know, yeah. you're still getting that stuff coming through. Yeah. UVA, UVB rays. Mm. Um, so I've got this like protective covering on my windows from Amazon that blocks 96% of the UVA and UVB rays, Perfect. which is beautiful. And I didn't believe it to begin with, but I got this like little um, UV tracker from La Roche-Posay. Oh. And like you, you pin it on your clothes and it tells you how much UV, UVB um, exposure you're getting and I compared it when I didn't have it to when I have it now yeah. and it's like dropped right down like right wow. right down it's yeah so it's really good I still wear sunscreen I just don't reapply it yeah. as often when I'm in the house but it's perfect and I'm thinking because I'm in I'm in the market to buy a house when I buy a house there's a few things I want I want a big American fridge with an ice maker yeah mm-hmm. built in I want yeah. a Japanese toilet yeah I want air conditioning yeah and now I want UVA, UVB protection on all the windows. Yeah. You s- your house is going to be very cultured. Yeah. Oh, I've travelled the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think when I'm in my car. Um, and like well, how cultured you are. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I sort of think about how I have different furniture from all around the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think about how much of a sun... Like, I'm holding the steering wheel, and then I look at my arm, I'm like, oh my god, a quarter mm. of my arm is in the sun, so I immediately take it off. Not, I don't, I mean, when I'm at You let go still, of the wheel, <laughs> and... <laughs> I let the car do its own thing, <laughs> um, and I kind of have to move it away, and when I'm, I, I get really conscious about it. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too, because especially with, like, hands, I think, like, hands and neck isn't is the, the dead giveaway of your age, usually. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone's um, got that tech neck in our generation, haven't they? Neck, that yeah, line that goes through the neck. Apart from yeah. Paris Hilton, she doesn't have that. Because she does this. She holds it up and she looks up at her phone all the time. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, but imagine not being able to look down just because you're worried about a crinkle in your neck. Oh, I mean, I would rather. Oh, would you? Yeah. I wouldn't do that though. He's like stretching his neck and looking up. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's something I subconsciously do. From yeah. Now on. 
Yeah, I might just hold my phone on like a tripod the whole time and hold it up <laughs> so it's constant at constant eye level. Exactly. But yeah, that's what I've been loving. So one thing that's really interesting nowadays is there's a real focus on like clean beauty, which I feel like is something we should talk about in another episode. But today, you know, it's the end of the month. We want to do something kind of like <laughs> not fun because we're going to be talking about death. Yeah. Sorry if yeah. you just heard me do a mini gasp, but then I nearly um, dropped my phone and I, 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 I onto your car. <laughs> It would have been absolutely fine if just let it drop. Case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's the real focus on clean beauty and makeup and skincare. Yeah. So we thought it'd be fun. You know, people people nowadays are so worried about stuff that aren't isn't really that dangerous that we know of at the moment. But you know, science has come a long way, and we look at things that are meant to be toxic and toxic ingredients, and we know how um, skincare makeup actually works on the skin a bit more. Acelera, acelera. But let's look back at a time when science wasn't invented. (laughs) There was no such thing as science. (laughs) No such thing as science. Um, To when um, they tried some really interesting experimental, actual deadly ingredients in their skincare and makeup. That was the loudest swallow I think you've ever done. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I I was looking the other way and I realised actually my neck hasn't moved at all, just my head has moved. Before we started recording this, Robert took about, I don't know how many vitamins he took, like five. It's the loudest vitamin taken I've ever heard. <laughs> then you're wrestling something for about an hour. I have a subscription, a, a vitamin subscription of vitamin, mm. depending vitamins. on what. Um, and I do little sachets and it's on like a roll and you, and you peel off morning, night, morning, night. Um, and it's really difficult to remember to take them. But when I do, I, I take them. You know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but so, you know, it's important to do that. Right, sure. <laughs> Back to um, our podcast and why we're... <laughs> and why we're both here today. Um, so, we're going to be talking about killer cosmetics. So, cosmetics back in the day... <laughs> Robert's having a drink and now he's holding his neck like it's not going to make a noise. <laughs> I'm covering my throat so you can't hear the smoke. Just block your microphone. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's the point. God, you've been out this biz for too long. Yeah, I have. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about cosmetics that actually killed people, that poisoned people. Back in the days, that the ingredients that we look at now, we would laugh, or we wouldn't laugh, we'd just be like, oh, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Like, why was that allowed on anyone's skin? But before we go into that, we ask you guys, if you've had any products, ingredients, or whatever that really did destroy your skin, or just gave you a bad reaction... Mm. And we thought we'd have a good laugh at you. <laughs> we thought we'd laugh at you for ruining your skin. No, not at all. So a lot of people, James, you'll be very um, mm. um, upset with this one. A lot of people said, and the brand specific, specific, sorry. Wait, did I say that? I have no idea. Brand specific. Pacific. No, no that's the ocean. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, they pacifically said that... Um, the ordinary niacinamide, niacinamide, no, completely wrong still. The ordinaries niacinamide. Niacinamide. Is that... How yeah. you just added in two M's there somehow? <laughs> that came from absolutely nowhere. Well, you know what we mean. 
you know what I mean? A lot of the, people said that that dried out their skin and kind of yeah. burnt, not burnt them, but made their skin mm. really sensitive as well. So the ordinary niacinamide and zinc is. So zinc is really good for like breakouts and acne and things like that. Whereas niacinamide is good for regulating oil production. Niacinamide can be really drying if you've got dry skin, but there's also something mm. called the niacin flush, which is like redness. Um, and I've seen a few mixed opinions on whether you should carry on using niacinamide if you've got that flush. I personally did, and now it's one of my favourite ingredients. But if you, it's good for mainly people with oily skin, that particular product. Yeah. But niacinamide is it to be a good overall um, ingredient for all skin types. But yeah, mm. a lot of people do say that that particular product dried out their skin it drew out the skin dried out the skin <laughs> my skin's completely drew um there <laughs> 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 was also an answer saying and this one's quite interesting because somebody used pure cucumber on their face as a face mask and they had a reaction right. to it and this Which kind is of really is a strange. thing. You know what I was thinking it is? Maybe it's because it's the water content. I sometimes find that if I use something that's over hydrating on my face, especially around the eye area, it kind of, mm. in a way, burns my face. That's so strange. You know what I mean? Um, mm. And it always just goes to show natural isn't always better. Oh, it's natural not. Natural things are still made of you know, chemicals, as people say, or they're still <laughs> yeah. made of different things, you yeah. know, that we can still have a reaction to. Just because you've whipped up your own face mask out of cucumber and honey doesn't yeah. mean it's going to be amazing on so, your skin. Some of the most deadly poisons in the world are natural. Mm. Um, obviously, you're not going to find them in cucumber, but that's very, very strange because cucumber is what? Like, literally water. Water, water. and green, I believe. Water and the colour green. <laughs> yeah. That's a key ingredient there. <laughs> yeah. So, that's very strange. But a lot of people do have reactions to like DIY um, face masks and mm-hmm. um, things like that. As, uh, what I saw this like Pinterest, um, obviously on Pinterest, um, DIY moisturizer. And I saw a lot of the comments that people like had this, it was good for a week and then it ruined my skin. It's because you don't have like preservatives and things like that and it obviously keeping it good yeah. for you. Preservatives are, need to be in there to keep like mm. it bacteria free and make it safe to actually use. Yeah. But it's weird that like maybe the cucumber was out of date or something. <laughs> Yeah, maybe didn't have enough green in it. Yes, you need an extra spoonful of green in that. Extra spoonful of green. Any makeup? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like with makeup, it's the only thing that can kind of do some damage. Oh, actually, the lips. The girl who I worked with with a lipstick. So. The only thing with makeup I find that can kind of do damage is a pigment staining your eye, which isn't really damaged because it comes off. The damage comes from how much you um, try to take it off, if that makes right, sense. You kind of yeah. just have to deal with it. Um, you, can, you can get, like, obviously, like, styes and infections and things like that, depending on, depending on how hygienic you are. But mm. when I worked in makeup retail, I worked with this girl who would come in every single day and this, this place where I worked, the artists were makeup artists, and then you had, like, your cashiers, and people who did, like, um, retail jobs, like stocking drawers, getting products for customers. Right. And then your art, the artists will just sit customers down and do their makeup, if that makes sense. So this girl who wasn't an artist, she was a, a cashier, would come in every single day and grab a lipstick from the display and apply yeah. the lipstick without sanitizing it or without cleaning it. So I'm oh a little bit, when it comes to trying on lipstick in stores anyway, I'm still like, don't do it, even if you do clean it. Um, 
the tests that have been done on testers in stores is absolutely vile. You'll be shocked to, to know what's on there. Um, I would love to know what's on there, oh. though. That would be so interesting. Well, then let me tell you. Blood, human blood. Um, no. Sperm. Yes, yeah, sperm in How an is... eyeshadow. Because maybe somebody, you know, had a bit of fun that morning and then went, didn't wash their hands thoroughly enough and then went into a shop and then tested... Um, an eyeshadow with her finger. Oh, yeah, hey, that's finger. so fucking much. Yeah, I really was, dislike that. Yeah, so she tried on this lipstick and she would do it every single morning, just whack it on. And one day she got like a little bit of a cold sore, a little bit of herpes on the lip. Oh. And that travelled all the way down her chin onto her neck around her jawline. And it, it looked like this big patch of like leprosy on her face. It was really, really bad. She um, was signed off work. It became that bad. Oh my god! Oh, so Wait, she work worked in... there, so she wasn't just she a, worked there. a customer that came in every day and did her lips. No, no, she like was she was a cashier. <gasps> she worked. Yeah, um, she should have known better. We've told her all the time. We're like, please. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. Um, and it scarred her. It's, it's a scar now. It's like a really faint birthmark on her face that goes all the way from her lip down to her neck, just because just of because. This, this, you know, this one lipstick. You never know what someone's doing or touching or yeah. You know, this mm, has always right. upset me because, like, even if you're just walking around, I don't know, like, super drug, you see some girls come in and, like, do their daily makeup in the morning. Oh, yeah. Like, where we used to work. Yeah. Where did I work where... Um, in Debenhams, when I worked mm. in Debenhams, a work experience, there was, like, a ladies' retail shop down the road. So the girls would come in in the morning, use all the testers to do their makeup, and then go to work. Gross. I'd be like, you guys don't know how many people have been touching that or what they've been doing with that. Exactly. And that wasn't even a controlled environment, like like makeup retail where you have people going around sanitizing stuff exactly yeah. i don't think they even had that i mean like no. these were just like testers on the shelf that you had to open yourself and oh, it's oh so no. no no you know no. what i've seen as well sometimes and this was someone trying to be really clean is they got a lipstick and i guess their thought process was not to use the top of a lipstick um because that's what everyone else did but anyway right. they wound up with a whole lipstick put their mouth around the base of the colour of their lipstick <laughs> and then went backwards and forwards. So actually, the whole lipstick was in their mouth and then put it back on display. And then someone's going to come over and they get a little brush and they try it on thinking they're being sanitized, Or they try it on their kids. It's like, no. stop putting makeup on your children in department <sighs> stores. Stop. Buy buy them some cheap makeup from somewhere else and let Go them play with it. Don't, yeah. don't put makeup on children in department stores unless it's been oh sanitized even now that, I hate all of that that I I just none of that was nice yeah but thank you no one's died oh. from what I remember so okay so not quite killer <laughs> not quite speaking of makeup killing people on your face yeah it's <laughs> good it's good segue there yeah um so Elizabeth the first, the original queen of yes. England. England. I don't know how. I don't know how history works. I don't know if she was. I don't know if we've had another queen. I well, yeah, because know. our queen is now is Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, but she's Elizabeth the first. <laughs> but was she the first queen ever, or was there more? Before? Oh, I don't know. I <laughs> not said <laughs> I don't know. If we've had another queen since, isn't we? Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> no. I know we have a queen at the moment. But this is Queen Elizabeth the original we're talking about here. And you know when you go to like a museum or you see her on the internet and she has that pale, pale face. She has like no mm. eyebrows and she has mm. a tiny mouth and mm. her hairline is strangely high. 
Yeah. Well, did you know, back in those days, having a super, super pale face was a sign of wealth. Um, yes. And showed that you, I don't know, sat in a castle looking miserable day, which is a exactly. sign of wealth. Yeah. Right. Um, but that was, of course, lead paint that they used to fa- yeah. paint their faces with. So yeah, as a, a symbol of wealth, um, obviously then tan skin was a symbol of low social class. So kind of like the opposite that we have here in the UK, if you've got tan skin, it right. means you can go off on holiday and afford a good holiday. Right. Um, so yeah, as we know, lead paint um, would um, severely damage the skin. It would like could eat away at skin. Um, it would give you headaches, severe headaches, hair loss, which a lot of people um, think is why that shaved forehead became really popular. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, let's just get rid of it anyway. Exactly. P- um, <laughs> yeah. Royalty back then, like I think mm. a lot of people feel like tutorials and you know um, these people um, being fashion icons is kind of like a new kind of concept but mm. it really isn't like royalty back then were like the influencers off now like they would yeah. do they would have like um live makeup tutorials like the queen would do her makeup or somebody would do their makeup and they're like court or whatever and special people would be invited to watch them do their makeup and it was like a tutorial oh, not that. queen elizabeth so much because her face was so rotten from um, the lead <laughs> from the lead mm. but even but like you said the the further back hairline Mm. It was actually more, it wasn't really a fashion trend for her. It was actually because the lead was killing her hair and making mm. her go bald. But because she was doing it, it became like a trend to everyone. So, it was so everyone like, was doing yeah, it. Yeah, massive foreheads yeah. Was, was a huge, huge trend because royalty were, were like the trendsetters back then. Yeah, well, it would also rot their teeth um, and um, even cause death. I swear, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I swear bad teeth was a sign of... Um, wealth back in the like the Tudor times or something because it meant you were um, like able to eat like all this bad shit that you couldn't get your hands on like sugar and stuff. Yeah, I think it also made the skin look paler. Uh, geishas used to do it a long, long, long time ago. Um, I believe before the Tudor times, they would they, they used would to make pay- their teeth black. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, but um. Queen, Queen, talking about her skin and how like terrible it was. She kind of got herself into like one of these. Like I think of it like when you cut your own fringe. It's like I'll just do a little bit to help, and then I'll do a little <laughs> bit more, and it all starts going wrong. So she also had um, the pox, isn't she? What's it called? Not chicken pox. Small pox. Small pox. And I, I mean, guess I've been a female, being a female queen as opposed to a male queen, yes. being a female <laughs> back then. I mean, it being hard enough, but also being the queen and having to be this symbol of power and then having something like smallpox and then having it leave scars on you was mm. not very, um, pow- like considered very uh, powerful, you know? Um, so she would also use this really thick makeup to cover up these scars, but that makeup was also eating away at her skin and her hair. So she would have to use more and more and more to then kind of correct the issue and to yeah. look, you know, kind of smooth. Um, to a point where it was like mask-like. And did I, did I mention this before in, in an episode? Like royalty had their own people who would make notes of, um, it's almost like they were writing their diary for them. Mm. Or what's, no, what's it called when you have like a... Their memoirs. Biography, memoirs, that biography, kind of thing. Yeah. So they would be like their, di- their in-castle diary person. <laughs> and it's actually like um, <laughs> accounts from this one guy who was her um, diary person, whatever it's called. And I think it was his own, he, in his own writings. This is why we have such an in-depth um, knowledge of Queen Elizabeth's face and her makeup. Um, 
he would write how sickly she looked and how thick her makeup looked and how her face would crack and, and all this kind of stuff. He has a really oh. in-depth uh, description of her makeup and to the point where... Um, you know, she would she would um, draw veins on and things like that. Like it's all written down. It's all really, really in depth mm. in, in there. Um, so you can, I, I just have this. To me, it's because it was vinegar and lead, wasn't it, mixed together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just have this thing of imagine mixing powder and the flour, sorry, with vinegar. It, I just get that kind oh. of texture in my mind, like talc Ooh. almost, and having. Well, that's they, they can smile. That's why they always look so mm. miserable. Because if mm. they smile, their face cracks and it ruins yeah. the whole illusion of yeah. perfect skin. Yeah. You were saying that they they drew on the little veins under mm. the eyes to always make yeah. their skin look translucent. Yeah. Um, it's like the original glass skin. It's like you know, <laughs> it, 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 translucent and clear. And but yet you were saying as well that they um, wrote so much stuff down there's actually so many dental records of elizabeth but she only ever had to have one tooth extracted but it was known that her teeth were so black from sugar um was that queen elizabeth yeah um because like sugar was like fairly new then like and it was only for the rich so a lot of the wealthier people were known to have really really bad teeth and some people said that her teeth were so bad that they couldn't actually understand her very well it's difficult to understand what she was saying through her rotten teeth yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, oh. can you imagine tasting sugar for the first time and be like, what "Oh is, my god, what is this? What is Sh- this delight? What is this lovely delight? Sugar? Yeah, let me <laughs> mix it with lead and put it on I'll my face. Call it- <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it sugar land. Sugar. <laughs> I don't think they named it. <laughs> no, I don't think that's how it worked. But listen. <laughs> Mm. We all know science wasn't invented back then. Yes, no, they had yet but to invent science. science. They yet to invent science. <laughs> but science was around in the early 1900s now. It's like 1918. Yeah, science, science was around. Has been around for such a long time. <laughs> this is a history podcast. Yeah. <laughs> science was invented in the 19th century. <laughs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
So Robert, makeup, yeah. radioactive mm. makeup. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading this from um, a website I found called thevintagenews.com. Um, mm-hmm. It's an amazing website that tells you all about um, beauty history, and not just beauty, but they got so much on there about beauty and fashion and, co- and cosmetics. Um, but yeah, um, there was this radioactive makeup. So Ma- Marie Curie, as we know, discovered radium in 1898. Um, so everyone went a little bit crazy after this and just started popping it yeah. and stuff. It was um, like them times niacinamide. Niacinamide. N- no, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Hyaluronic acid. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Put in everything. Put in everything. Um, so very, very widely used in the cosmetics industry though as well. Mm. So this was most common in France. Yeah. And one of the first brands of radioactive beauty treatments was Radia. Mm. Um, they made a line of beauty products including perfumes, creams, facial powders, lipsticks. They all contained um, thorium chloride and radium. But in England, the one you're probably more um, aware of is Radia Company, also introduced a line of cosmetics containing radium, including a night cream, a rouge, a compact powder, a vanishing cream, a talcum powder, hair tonic, and skin soap. That's a very I have that's a good line. That's a good it's basic a good line. line. Also, for, um, faux radia, the, the uh, French company, also did toothpaste, so it would have physically oh, gone so in, in go your mouth, right in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, um, gargle with that toothpaste. You always <laughs> swallow a little bit of. Toothpaste. Everyone swallows a little bit of toothpaste. Yeah. Here's the thing with with radium: is the initial thought of um <laughs> of radium was that because it, it gave <laughs> off such <laughs> such it, a glow, it's so dumb, <laughs> such a nuclear glow. Mm. They were like, surely that's what it's going to do for your skin. So to right. have this this um, vibrancy <laughs> and this glow, this neon glow to the skin. Um, but Faux Radio, they had a, um, you know when brands associate themselves with a doctor, like Dr. Yeah. Something. Yeah. They had a doctor called Dr. Alfred Curie. So they were like, oh, it's it's Curie. It's like Marie Madame Curie. Curie. Madame, yeah. Madame Marie, Marie, sorry. Marie, Marie Curie, who, who you know, discovered radium. Where actually you this... can call her Madame. I'm pretty yeah, sure I she would mind. Call her Madame. 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 He actually had no relation to them at all. So it was kind of like a marketing <laughs> gimmick where they yeah. were like, look, it's Curie and it's radium. It must work, you know? Yeah. Um, but again, things like, um, I think everyone's familiar with the, um, oh, oh, what are they called? Radium girls or the, um, radium girls. So, um, so the, the radium girls, they were female factory workers basically. And they all contracted radium poisoning. Um, so radium wasn't just in cosmetics. They, here's the thing. They used it for anything that they needed to glow. So clock oh, um, arms, you know, things mm. like that, like things that you would need to, to have a glow. Watches. And one of the um, methods they would use to paint, as well as putting lipstick on with radium, they would um, lick the brush occasionally. Of course, yeah. 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 So they, these, it's quite a, a really, it's a really famous story and I think they've made a film about it recently. Um, they, yeah, they were factory workers and they all got radium poisoning. Um, but things started to happen to them, like their bodies started to slowly, um, like disintegrate, things like that. They're, um, that's it. They used to lick the brushes to give a brush a really fine tip to paint yeah. like numbers and things like that. 
but they used to get like um their teeth would start to glow their bodies would start to have a glow to it also oh um and they, like it when it first started out it was sorry if this is a little bit wrong i'm trying, i'm remembering it from memory correct me if i'm wrong but when they used to like go out after work they were known as like the radium girls because their clothes would have a slight glow to them in the dark oh my life and their skin would have a glow to them and people was they would like splatter their skin with it to give them like a glow almost like body glitter um, but also they couldn't help it because it was all over the, the factories and things like that. Yeah. So um, stuff started to happen to them. Like I swear their bones started to disintegrate. Um, they well, started to get like holes in their face and things like that. Yeah. So radium um, is of course a radioactive sub- substance. So it's going to cause vomiting, anemia, internal mm. bleeding, like complete breakdown of your internal organs. And of course, cancer. Yeah. Um, being like the main one. But yeah, of, of course it's, fucking radium <laughs> and you know what with with radium it, it's kind of like it i know it's like looking back on it is is like why would you do that but it became this thing in terms of treatments it was like a new treatment to have radioactive mm. treatments like just the word radioactive you're like what, what? <laughs> why yeah. would you do that um it was awful 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 mm. it literally yeah. put poison on your skin and in your body it's mm. yeah terrible yeah Oh, and that's what Faux Radio, which is the French brand that we're talking about, they um, recently, in not recently, in the 1960s, they ha- they found one of the original Faux Radio products from 1933. Oh my God. Um, and it was still, and they were tested and it was still found to be radioactive. So that really old, old product that's still radioactive in the 60s, 30 years later, imagine how intensely radioactive that would have been at the time oh my god you know horrible. what though I'm, I'm talking about it and i'm like oh my god i kind of want that kind of radium glow, glow. yeah <laughs> we're saying like get a, like a glow stick and just crack it on you yeah don't do that be really nice don't do that but don't but yeah also don't So obviously arsenic um, in skincare used to be a big thing as well. Um, And this was something to like, um... okay, actually I want to read you an advert. Okay. This is an advert from 1898 um, advertising Dr. Campbell's safe arsenic complexion wafers. (laughs) (laughs) Is that with thin sheets of paper? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I know what these are, yeah. So the headline says, lovely... She will, cer- <laughs> she will certainly an exquisite, lovely creature. Nothing could have been. Hang on, nothing could be. No, hang on. <laughs> nothing could have been added to enhance her beauty. She compelled admiration and was an object of worship. This is the universal result of the use of Dr. Campbell's safe arsenic complexion wafers and Fold's <laughs> medicated arsenic complexion soap. These two world-famous beautifiers transform the most shallow skin into radiant health. Remove pimples, clear the face of freckles and tan, give the complexion an indesirable brilliancy. <laughs> There's a lot of big <laughs> words in here. And lend to every young lady a charm of person. What the fuck are they talking about? Which <laughs> makes her adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Wa- wafers by mail mm. um, 50 cent and eight, $1 per box Six wow. large boxes are $5 Soap mail Soap by mail 50 cents per cake 
Um, and they got the address in there. Sold by druggists everywhere. That's so expensive for back it then. It is expensive. So this is a product that was actually literally meant to give them a deathly pale look. Because mm. it was this ingested. Was the look, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. it was like a little wafer, like at communion in church, where mm. <laughs> they give you that little wafer and you eat it. Here's the thing, that had no scientific backing whatsoever. Oh, none at all. I have no idea where that comes like, from. Literally and none at all. Yeah, the problem was as well, is they were always advertised as perfectly harmless. Like, these yeah. were like little things that they added onto their advertising. Yeah. As like, completely safe, absolutely harmless, which makes me think Isn't maybe they didn't know what the yeah. hell was going on here. Yeah. What a lovely, healthy guy. I, I'm trying to remember where they got that arsenic about the, um, the brightness in the skin. I, I don't know where they got that from. There was no science behind it, literally none. I, mm. I, I think it was something, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I think there was a lot of arsenic left from a certain kind of mining, whether oh. that was gold mining or coal mining or something like that. Arsenic was a, a product that came along with that, and I think somebody had to do something with it. Mm. And they were like, let's feed it to women to make them lovelier. Yeah, make them lovely. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Back then, there was two kind of like makeup trends, if we're talking about makeup. Um, Mr. Robert Rood. Um yep. And one of them was this natural look, which is like the no makeup makeup yeah. of today kind of thing. Mm. Then the other one was, like, I suppose, like full glam, which was um, completely white, basically. Sorry, what so, year are we talking about here? Sorry. Oh, this is going to be um, Victorian types. I yeah, know. yeah. Well, back, no. Back when, when? Mm-hmm. So Victorian the English times. rose was yeah, the... So, yeah, so yeah. that came around because makeup was um, very frowned upon in Victorian mm. times. If you wore makeup, you were a prostitute or you were an Ooh. actor, because for some reason those mm. were the same things back then. <laughs> mm. Prostitution and acting. So the English rose kind of thing, and like you said, it was a, it was a no makeup makeup trend because yeah. it was very much frowned upon. So beetroot and things like that were used to get like a, a flush to the skin and... and um, a, a tiny bit of colour. They had like coloured paper. Wrapping paper was used as well. Parcel oh. paper was used to um, get a little bit of colour off when it was dampened slightly. But yeah. to have this um, complexion and this really nice complexion, they would do a lot of bloodletting as well with leeches. Oh, so a, a, you would go see a doctor <laughs> and they would get some leeches and it would suck a certain amount of blood out of your skin to a point where you had this really pale, translucent skin. So you look complete. Jesus. I don't know how long that would have lasted for because I swear when you go pale, like when you just have some blood taken out of the hospital because you're going to faint, you just yeah. do it for like five minutes. But yeah, like you said, it was either that or um, heavy, heavy makeup. But heavy makeup was a sign of um, your, um, what's it called when well, you have a job? Well, forget. No, no it, oh. was a, it was a sign of your um... status. Occupation, sorry. Occupation. Yeah, so you were a prostitute with your red cheeks, or you were an mm. actor, because you needed a lot of makeup for the stage. Wow. And that's because Queen... What, Queen in the Victorian Elis- times? Is that not yeah. like Shakespeare times? No. Oh. Queen, Queen Elizabeth, um, it, it mainly came from Queen Elizabeth, Queen Victoria, when she went into mourning as well, then mm. it was even more of a trend not to wear makeup, because she wasn't, and she was a queen. Well, do you want to know here how the no makeup makeup trend um, became a thing? So you had your painted trend, yeah. they're saying, which was like white skin um, with like rosy cheeks, which was the English rose kind of look. But there was like a no makeup makeup trend where they didn't wear makeup at all. So just quickly, there, there was a lot of trends that were left over from the French Revolution 
that were stopped uh, in the Victorian times, if that makes mm. sense. Because when you think of French Revolution, you think of loads of blusher and the white wigs and the powder. Powdered and wigs, kind of yeah. Mm. But I mean, it was a good, what, a hundred years? Difference? Difference? 1799 to when? 18... 1874? Oh, so what, like 80, 90 years? Yeah, I don't know. Someone do the maths. <laughs> so listen, this is, um, I got an article from Harper's Bazaar called The Ugly Girl Papers, um, or Hints for the Toilet. <laughs> Yeah. Um, It was written by a Miss S.D. Powers, a beauty expert of the time. Um, She became really, really popular. She was like the beauty columnist of the time. So she recommended a chemical called Taraxacum. (laughs) Um, It's suggested as a sort of like chemical pill. Um, and she God. she says, Mrs. Powers, um, the compress acts like a mild but imperceptible blister and leaves a new skin soft as an infant's. So it was like a, chemi- a modern chemical pill that you were recommended to do at home. Um, she also recommends to keep the face fresh. She advises coating the face with opium overnight followed by a brisk wash of ammonia in the morning. <laughs> oh my god. For the women with sparse eyebrows and eyelashes, mercury was often recommended as a nightly eye treatment, eradicating the need to use heavy makeup. Can you actually believe that? Mer- pure mercury. Mm. Just like, can you imagine going into boots nowadays, or a drugstore, let's say we're going into Walgreens, and they're like, you know, your choices are mercury, lead, or a beat. <laughs> or one fresh beat. Or yeah, or some arsenic wafers. Oh, God. That's your skincare. That's oh my oh, God. Be awful. awful. But this is the thing as well, is like she she um Ms. Powers um basically says that the whole idea of this nightly regime is to wake up with pale, near to death looking skin and watery eyes that look like you've been crying. Yeah, that was like a trend. watery there and... were there were so many diseases, right, back, mm. back in history that set a trend for beauty standards. People thought that looking deathly ill and sick was such a good beauty standard. Um it's really strange. Why? Like why how would that it's oh I don't know, it's very odd. Very odd. odd. Um, so, thinking of near to death and watery eyes and such like and so on forth, um, another big trend in the Victorian era was eye drops containing nightshade from the belladonna plant. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, belladonna, belladonna or deadly nightshade is considered to be um, one of the most poisonous plants on earth. <laughs> they look beautiful though. They look like very dark round yeah, blueberries. Really nice. mm. Mm. Like, if I was lost in the woods and I saw them, I'd probably eat them. I would eat them and I'd be like, you know what? It was worth it. Yeah. Now my, pu- now my pupils are big and lovely. <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, though. So they use them as eye drops. Um, they use them as eye drops, eye drops, yeah. What if some yeah. of that just dribbled down into your mouth? It probably did. Of course, you know so, when you put like, <laughs> like wash drops in your um, yeah. eye. But this is the problem back then is we we've been talking about how they didn't know things like arsenic and lead and all that at the time was bad for them to do. Right. They knew that these eye drops, um, sorry, these eye drops were used to make their pupils look bigger. Yeah. So the 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 black in the eyes were made to look yes. bigger and the eyes yeah. had to look watery. But yeah. they knew how dangerous these were. They knew that these can make you blind. They could yeah. um, give you dry mouth. They can. Yeah. Give you slurred speech, light mm-hmm. sensitivity, inability to urinate. 
Oh. Flush skin, memory loss, confusion, hallucinations, and even death. And they knew that putting these drops in your eyes would do it. And they did it anyway. They did it. And uh, one brand in particular, Aqua Tafana, which we oh, spoke about. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful beautiful name. Aqu- Aqua Tafana. It was, um, it was actually used as a murder weapon. A lot of women yes. had these uh, like really, really elaborate bottles of this product on, on their vanities. And, um, you know, it was just, it was just like, oh, here's my eye drops, my deadly nightshade eye drops. But women were dropping them in their, like, husband's soup and things like that and, and killing them. And it was kind of undetectable as well um, in the skin. But it was, um, yeah, it was in the early 17th century. Julia yeah, Tafana was her name. And she, she made Aqua Tafana. And she was um, a murderer. <laughs> she basically used something mm. to kill people. That's how deadly it was. Um, so these pe- these ladies that were dropping these things in their eyes, knowing that they could kill their husbands, but still going for it anyway. Oh, still doing it. I mean, they were some of them were purposely killing their husbands, of course. Yeah. But um, well, can can we just discuss? Yeah. That these we're laughing at these, but these all throughout time, maybe not Queen Elizabeth herself, but these were all beauty standards set into place by men. Yes. Yeah. For, on how a woman should look back yeah. then, to the point yeah. where these women, um, and you still see it in today's today's world mm-hmm, and society, mm-hmm. um, to the point where women back then were killing themselves and poisoning themselves, yeah. sometimes knowingly as well, to yeah. get black, big black pupils. Exactly. It's insane. Yeah. Speaking of Aqua Tafana, um, going into a bit of like serial killer realm, which is a personal favourite topic of mine, um, women statistically are better serial killers than men. Yeah. And because men tend, and the reason we hear of so many male serial killers is because they kill out of rage and hate. Mm, mm. And, um, well, everyone kills out of hate, but they kill out of like instant rage. Yeah. Women are a lot more calculated when it comes to murdering yeah. people. Things yeah. like slowly poisoning them over time. Exactly. Um, and that's why back in the, back in the olden days, we don't hear about a lot of female serial killers because a lot of poisons back then were undetectable. They weren't yeah. able to open up a body and see, you know, what was poisoning them, something that they ingested exactly. Exactly. or, um, and they'd be a lot more tactile about it. Um, so things like that, I, I find that fascinating. I want a bottle of that on my, empty, I would love, empty. I would love an original bottle. Like, yeah. Off that Aqua de Fana. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? I if you can find it. I'm going to see if I can find it. See if you can find it. I just want to say really quickly as well, if anybody wants to read um, The Ugly Girl Papers, <laughs> which is that really old um, beauty book oh, from yeah. 1874, there's a website called um, archive.org and you can actually find it on there. It's like an old books and stuff like that. And oh the original book is on there. Jesus. That'd be a fun I read. I want that. That'll be a really fun read. So there we have it. There you go. That is how go. history was called history. Yep. And that's your <laughs> history lesson for the day. Go and tell your friends to listen to this history podcast full of factual facts. <laughs> Real life factuals. Factates, Real, we could factates. <laughs> we could probably do a whole um, podcast episode on how off our timelines were in this one podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think any of it made sense. Um, just remember, <laughs> history killed people. Yeah, but yeah, that is it. So please leave your reviews, rate the podcast. We look through your comments like we do our own social media. So absolutely. 
Absolutely. Subscribe also, and you can follow us on Instagram at the Double Cleanse Podcast, and get involved in the conversation. We usually ask you a question every week, and unfortunately, we had a bit of a technical issue this week. Um, where, technical issues. Yes, issues. So, that <laughs> didn't happen, but you know, there's always next time. And you can blame Instagram for that for now. Yeah, everyone blame Instagram. <laughs> everyone send them hate mail. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, but don't. Don't. <laughs> but don't. Okay, well, I have been James Welsh from this podcast. And I've been Robert Welsh from this podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.